coming up to Get Loud Podcast. Oh, my Lord. Yes. Where do I even start? We're going to talk about animals in the wild. Yes, we are. We got college football. Why not? Of course, we're going to talk commanders and their quarterback. Yeah, Jacoby. How you doing, guys? It is the Get Loud Podcast with Jinx and Smooth, presented by SeatGeek, the official ticketing partner of the Washington Commanders. We upgraded. Hey, hey, listen, that's what happens when, when people start to tune in to it. They're actually listening to us, Jinx. Ooh, got the big billboard behind yeah, us. And, and then it's the holidays. You know, the holidays bring people together. So maybe people like didn't have to work, and they said, you know what? Let's check out Jinx and Smooth on Get Loud. Well, you mentioned the holidays. I yeah. saw you about a half hour ago when you came in. You had yeah. a big smile on your face. Yeah. So what did you do for the holidays? Kids, 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 kids. <laughs> Enjoyed my kids. Yeah. I cooked dinner. And the one thing about the Smooth household, we are very competitive, even to my little kids. So Uno is the, is the game oh. of choice. Oh, you play Uno. That's old school. But also, when as they lose, it's always something on the line. Like I tell my kids. When you're losing life, it's always something you won't have to give up. So push-ups in my household are big you things. You making your kids do push-ups? Boys, girls, does not matter. And then we usually have the the, the game of mm-hmm. the day. Like, we all like to play basketball. Okay. So I pick my daughters on my team, my sons will get on the other team, and we'll go at it. Mm-hmm. Whoever lose, that one got to run three miles. So uh-huh. we, we we have a lot of competition, and daddy never loses. Oh, no, daddy never loses. That's the way it is. Like, I figure I got I got a window like seven more years yep. where I can be truly dominant before, I, <laughs> before I'm taken down by one of the older kids. But I think I got a seven-year window still left. I can dominate, Jinx. What about you? What you do? Oh, man, I just chilled with the girl. We had yeah. four days off together. Our yeah. schedules, you know, always all over the place. So the yeah. first night we went out, took a friend of ours out because she was kind of lonely. Yeah. The family's not here. Wanted to take her. I made sure she had a good time. And the next three days... All we did was chill, watch movies, yeah. eat, open gifts. It was great. Well, I did go to the movies. Like, oh. That's one thing we do on Christmas. Smoot family, we always go watch a movie. Okay. I went to see the Aquaman. The oh. Aquaman too. How was it? It was actually better listen, better than I thought it was going to be because it's the last movie in the DCU. DCU. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, it's yeah. over with. Yeah. All right. So I watched it. I thought it was visually stunning. Like, okay. it was it was great. I thought the uh, storyline was good. His brother Orm, the Ocean Master, was great in it. I, it, it. It was good. Black Manta, they boosted him up, powered him up. Yep. I thought it was a good movie. Like, but it did signify the end of the DCU, but I'm, I'm very excited to see what James Gunn is going to do with, with DC now. Okay, you're talking about powering up? Yeah. Commander's trying to power up this offense. Uh, uh, there's yeah, a transition yeah. right there. Yeah, there it is. And Ron Rivera made the announcement with the head coach not too long ago. Jacoby yeah. Brissett mm. will be the starter at quarterback this weekend against the Niners instead of Sam Howell. Do you like this call? Uh, you know what? I had to bring this up because when uh, I remember when Jacoby first got drafted and mm-hmm. I said his name the first time, I didn't say Brissett. I said Jacoby Brisket. <laughs> and I never forgot it. So anytime I see his name now, the first thing that hit my mind it's brisket. <laughs> yeah, it's Unless you love food, it makes I, sense. I do, I, I do love food. But I wanna don't think all right, if you're trying to save Sam's soul. Okay. If you're trying to save Sam for next year and protect him from himself, because a part of me feels like he's hit that rookie wall. Oh yeah. Because even the zip on his ball is not even there. Maybe it's the 60 sacks he's taking. His body is starting to wear down. Yeah. So I do understand it in a way. But it also makes me wonder, you know, what's the end game of it? Yeah. Is, is you only protecting him from himself? And I can say this about Jacoby, and I said this all year. He's the 33rd starting quarterback in the league. 
Like he's the best backup okay. in football. Yeah, he's been a starter in my eyes. I just think the last two games with him coming in, not even playing really a full three quarters, and him, you've seen the infusion that he, yeah. that energy that he puts into the well, offense. It's not the energy; it's the the veteran. He's a vet. Yeah, and when a vet gets in the game, he plays like a vet. All right, so I think he shows you a little bit more. In depth of what the Eric B. Enemy offense looks like. Right. Uh, and when the perfect reads are made. Uh, or when you're throwing it to the right person. Mm-hmm. Or you're getting the ball out of your hand quick. I think he makes it go mm-hmm. easier because he just been through and he been through way more than Sam has been through. And I think they really doing this with Jacoby right now to save Sam how from himself. So let me dive into this a little bit. When you say a vet, obviously that means yeah. experience. Veteran, but, yeah. But, but specifically, yeah. when you're talking about what he does differently than Sam, what do yeah. you see? Uh, reads are cleaner, easier, mm-hmm. knows where to go with the ball, anticipate. The one thing Sam needs to understand is everybody you throw the ball to is not going to be open. You have to throw them open. Mm-hmm. Jacoby knows how to throw people over. It's just the nuance of the position. Like The one thing we always see from young quarterbacks is, they think the harder I throw, the more they should catch the ball. That ain't the thing about it. You, you got to know when to put touch. You got to know when to throw people open. You got to know when to throw to the pylon. You got to know when to throw the ball away. Like yeah. So these are the small things that Jacoby don't have to second guess about. Mm-hmm. After being in the league as long as he is, it's no defense we can show Jacoby that he hasn't solved. Yeah. All right, so now I think it's going to be harder for them to game plan for Jacoby. Because it's all right. Now we're going to have to play everything kind of fair. We can't cheat with this guy. We're saying we can kind of cheat, show him something, and, yep. and, and give him something else. With the Kobe, you can't do that. You can't You can't do all the uh, dressing things up and think he's going to fool him. It will not fool him. And when you think about Eric Bieniemy, you would think, based on his experience, he'll be able to do more with that offense when you have a veteran. A yeah, yeah. He's go- yes. He won't hold anything back. Right. He would do it. He would, he would be able to call things at a riskier pace. He would also, don't forget, Jacoby Brissett is one of the best quarterbacks, sneak quarterbacks in the league. So your third and one, now you have a go-to play. It ain't the touch push, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you have a quarterback that can get that done. So Jacoby brings different challenges for the defense on the other side. Mm-hmm. Now, the defense he's going to be going against is the 49ers defense, which is uh, no slouch in their no whole joke. route. So I think it's going to be a challenge, and I think maybe that's another reason why they started Jacoby. You know, you, you, you let next two defenses out of 49ers and the Cowboys. Why not let the veteran take that over? I want to go back to Sam for a second because yeah. when you talk about him needing a break, certainly physically he needs yeah. a break. He's yeah. taking a beating. I feel season. like he's hit the wiki wall. Yeah, but mentally – how much can that help you when, all right, I, I'm beat down, but I'm still learning the game. Yeah. I just need a breath. Yeah. You know, I need a break to sort of reset and then continue. Well, you know what? Usually, I can say this. Usually, you don't get that. Yeah. Usually, when they bench you, it's, it's forever benching. But <laughs> right. I think this one is, let's protect him from himself uh, because we haven't done a good job of that. From the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, he might hit that rookie wall because I don't see the the spry step he used to have. I don't see the zip on the ball. Beat I up. don't yeah, yeah, he's he, but see he's mentally beat up. He's physically beat up. Like it's it's everything all together. And people don't know how long a football season is. A football season is long. And don't forget Sam played. And they added a game too, by the way. They added a game, plus Sam played every preseason game. Yeah. So to him, his body, this is almost the 20th game of the year. All right, so I understand why they're doing it. I just don't think people need to look and say Jacoby Brissett is our future. I don't think that's where it's going. No, I don't think so. This is more – and Ron said, I'm just trying to protect the young man and give him a reset here. So 
we don't want to harp on the Jets. That was a heartbreaking loss. But yeah. if you're looking for some sort of positive, the fact that this team rallied after such an awful first half yeah. shows that they've got some fight to I them. I don't believe in Royal victories. I know. But, I, but like the, I like the fight in the team. They didn't quit. I, I like the fight in the dog. I, I like the fact that when they was pinned down, they just kept on chopping wood. Kept on chopping wood. And that's what I respect about the team because I've been in the locker room. We mm-hmm. had nothing to play for. Yeah. And I tell you what we do play for, the name on front of the jersey and the name on the back of because the end of the day, as a football player, you're an independent contractor. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't ever get it twisted. Yep. So if you put bad film out there, you'll probably be the last bad film you put out there. So I didn't expect them to give up, but we're talking about the New York Jets. I we're know. talking about Trevor Simeon. I know. We're talking about fireman. What's the fireman name up there? I don't know. What's that dude, Fireman Fred? Fireman, yeah, I know. fireman <laughs> Willie. I don't know. <laughs> it just was a bad day, and I got to say this. Not saying it because my team was slipping and falling, because I watched the game with the Giants. In Philadelphia, they have to do something with that MetLife field. Well, you know the NFLPA has already come out and said, listen, we got to switch this up. This turf is bad. This turf is bad. We had, like, receivers fall on 11 consecutive plays. Mm-hmm. All right? This is, this is no joke. Like, you have to change that surface. It's proven that that, tur- that surface needs to be changed. And what are you changing it to? Like, you're going to have to go with real turf. Mm-hmm. You can't. You, artificial turf does not work when it get cold. Do you not see that? Right. When it get cold, it gets slick. When it gets slick, it gets slippery. And when it get cold, it get hard. All right? So at the end of the day, let's play with the, the grass Jesus games. Like, how about that? <laughs> how about we not try to reinvent the wheel? And we play with real grass. You know, I love the NFL, like, never cops to this. Yeah. Remember during the Super Bowl last year? The Eagles were slipping all over the place. Yeah. The Chiefs were slipping all over the place. Yeah. And one guy, one turf expert was like, this is one of the worst fields I've ever seen. What did the NFL say? Nah, change your cleats. No, no, what are you change your cleats. About? Put them seven change studs in there. Don't you do. You need seven more inches of studs in there. Like, like, at the end of the day, the surface should be the last thing we had to worry about. Yeah. And, and that New York has always been bad. Like, it ain't never been good. Well, and before we transition here, I, I do want to say one guy that deserves some credit, Chris Rodriguez. Because yeah. remember when we talked about him in the preseason, we yeah. were covering those games, and we watched him make the team in yeah. the preseason. Yeah. So for him to go out and have a performance like that, yeah. I think was pretty rewarding. Well, and he just, he runs so violently. Mm-hmm. He, he, he runs with violent intentions. He, he One of them guys gets to you with nasty intentions, and he explodes. Like, I love that. He runs like Pacheco from Kansas yep. City. Like, you can angry. You, Angry, you can feel every step. It's it's like the grass is cussing. Why are you running so hard? Like it's one of them things. Like, listen, I enjoy watching violent running running yeah. backs, and this kid is showing them. I really want to see him in a pass game though, because I know what he could do mm-hmm. running the ball. I know what he could do blocking, pass blocking. He's one of the best blockers on his team running back wide. I want to see what he could do catching the ball, Jinx. Let's pay some bills. Pay them bills. Pay the bills. Let's start with Honda. We love Honda. All right, why not? Please feel the power of the CRV Hybrid and Accord Hybrid, Honda's most electrifying vehicles yet. Find adventure in one of Honda's rugged SUVs and trucks, like the Pilot Trail Sport, Honda's most rugged SUV ever. Mm-hmm. Or ever, ever, mm-hmm. ever, or. Experience the thrilling performance of the fun to drive Honda Civic with an available turbocharged engine. Get power, performance, ruggedness with Honda. Find the Honda perfect for you. See your local Honda dealer today. And our guys at. RTS, Recycle yes. Track Systems, transforming the way commercial businesses and communities manage waste and recycling. They combine the power of AI with premium customer service to optimize waste pickup schedules, ensuring timely and efficient collections to keep our neighborhoods cleaner and greener. greener. And, and you got to realize, Jinx, this is the most 
recycled month of the year. Oh, is it? Because of Christmas. Oh, I guess that's true. A lot true. of cardboard, old Christmas trees. Wrapping style, paper. Wrapping paper. A lot of stuff. This is the month. If you really want to get your recycle on, get your recycle on. <laughs> <laughs> that's a new month. Get your recycle on. Get your recycle on, baby. Visit RTS.com to learn how they can help your business manage waste more responsibly. How about we go around the NFL? Let's do it. So, the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar, friend. Lamar, Lamar. Ooh. Hey, listen, the law firm of Lamar, Lamar, Lamar <laughs> is, is one of the best. Like, listen to me. I'm, I watched him grow up in front of my eyes. Mm-hmm. Now he's basically the perfect quarterback. Yeah. I can beat you with my feet. I'd rather beat you with my arm. Now he's running to pass the ball. Now he understands, all right, I'm just really going to run when I have to. So now they start to play me even. He's evolving. Yes, he's he's evolved into this butterfly. It's just so funny what two hundred and fifty million to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny though? Before he signed that contract, remember people were saying he's overrated. Yeah. He's always injured. I'm like, this is a former MVP. Like, don't sleep on Lamar now, Jackson. Here go, here go the thing about it though, and this was hurt so bad, Jinx. It hurts. I'm about to cry. Okay. We all had a chance to try to sign him. That's true. How do you feel if you're a coat right now? How do you feel if you're a Falcon? How do you feel if you're a Commander? All I'm saying is <laughs> we had a chance to dance. Mm-hmm. And nobody, everybody act like, oh, no, no I want to step back. That's too too yeah. rich for my blood. Listen, to pay a franchise quarterback in this league is a privilege. Yep. It ain't many. Eight billion people on this blue planet. We ain't found 32 that can play quarterback yet all in the same year. Mm-hmm. So I'm with the law firm of Lamar, Lamar, and Lamar <laughs> when it comes to who I think for the MVP. I think Purdy pushed himself out. Yep. And everybody been waiting on Purdy. I was just going to say, they've been waiting for a game like they, that. They've been waiting for this, and he gave it to them. I think he's a baller. I do, By too. the way, people just – this is the thing I hate about football. People think because of where you was drafted, that's who you are. For sure. Being drafted, period, is a privilege. If he had been a first-round pick – Nobody would be saying this. No, if he'd been a first round pick, they would have gave him the MVP yes. three months ago. All right, so at the end of the day, a pretty good Christian McCaffrey. I think that he's cat. a guy that could get in there. Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. You, you know it's a quarterback's mm-hmm. trophy. We know that. But I think if Lamar struggles in the late, next two weeks mm-hmm. and somebody like Tyreek gets close to that 2000, how could you not give him? The MVP jinx. Because you know what? They never give MVPs to receivers. They just don't do it. They give everything else to them. I agree. He could win Offensive Player of the Year, but the MVP, I hate to say it, it is, and I don't agree with this, but it's always a quarterback award. That, and that's what it is. And that's why we think it's unfair. Yes. It's unfair. Because what are you supposed to do? Like the year, I always say, Cooper Cup, a couple years ago, led the triple league. Triple crown. Won the triple crown of receiving. If you can't give the MVP to a guy that does that, what else can you do? Well, I thought this was one of those years where a quarterback didn't clearly stand out. Because two weeks ago, it was Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it was Brock Purdy. And then it was like, so they just rotate who got the best record, mm-hmm. who the quarterback of that team. That's who we're going to get a trophy to. That's bad math. Yeah. That, that math ain't math. The last none quarterback to win the MVP was Adrian Peterson. And how long ago was that? A hundred years. A <laughs> hundred years. A so, century ago. Uh, yeah. So what I feel is, how biased can you be? Right. At what point do you say, no, nah, let's open this thing up and let's be fair? 
I think Tyreek yeah. Hill should be up because if you watch that Dolphin team, they're a different team with him and without oh, him. And I think he's the most dangerous weapon in football. Listen, when we played them, I had a nightmare the night before like I was playing. I was not playing against the guy. <laughs> That's how scary Tyreek Hill is. He is a scary cover. He can't be covered with one guy. You know what's crazy to me? Remember before the season he said that last year yeah. he didn't really know the playbook? Yeah. He was just running to an open spot, getting the ball and going, and I thought, Oh, now you know the playbook? Yeah. And sure enough, man, I mean, he was already incredible last year, and he's just gone next level. Well, he's just one of them guys. It, like I just said, you have to have two people to account for. Yeah. The last time it was a guy like that was Randy Moss. When I say just truly a matchup nightmare and a problem, mm-hmm. like you, nobody went into a Randy Moss game and said, you know what, you get him by yourself. <laughs> right. Nobody does that. Nobody does that with Tyreek. No. We did a couple times, and we paid the piper. Yep. Right? So it's one of those things where are you going to be honest or is this publicity? Because yeah. the quarterbacks are the politicians of each team, and they are the head of each team. So it's easy to find the best team with the best record and give it to the quarterback. But I think a guy like Lamar deserves it. What's going on with the Chiefs? Because, I look, any Patrick Mahomes-led team yeah. is always going to be a threat. Yeah. But I just don't think they're the Chiefs of old. And you can sense that frustration with Patrick himself. Patrick, I don't, I don't know really what happened, Doc. Like, this is what it is. <laughs> I think the roster is finally catching up to them. Mm-hmm. They don't have any receivers. No, they don't. Rice is the only one that's actually and, – and Andy Reid has been very good at this. He could take average receivers and make them great. I don't think they got anybody because now they're seeing – if we double Travis Kelsey, take him out the you game. You can lock him down. Who else they got is a threat. Nobody's a threat. Tyreek losing Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Then they went one to Super Bowl, but then they had Juju Smith Schuster. They had some guys that could fill in. Now Valdez Scantley not making any plays. Yeah, uh, Rice is making plays. Tony is. Listen, Kendarius Tony. I have never seen a receiver go through a year like he's having. Mm-hmm. Where. They talk about you every week, but it's only about the bad stuff you do. <laughs> like, never about the good stuff you do. And I also think defensively they've taken a step back. Yeah. So I think they're back to the pack, if you know what I yes. mean. They're back to, to the pack right now, and we knew this was going to happen. Since Mahomes been starting, they've been to every AFC championship. Right. At one point they were going to have to fold. They are folding this year because it's just that time for them to fold, and it's time for a team like the Ravens to step in and try to fill that void. And see, I think this is a good point because this is when it's just like Brock Purdy has to break the narrative of yeah. being Mr. Irrelevant. The Chiefs have to break the narrative of being the Chiefs. Yeah. And for the first, and people don't want to believe it. Not, no, no, it's still the Chiefs. No, they still the Chiefs. Chiefs. Still the Chiefs. Are it's, they? It's like the Golden State Warriors. Exactly. It, it, it's just like that. Same you know? thing. This Golden State, I can't believe they stink. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. That what age you do? <laughs> yes. All right, that, that, that what happened? Because people don't remember, it was a time where nobody watched Golden State basketball. You remember? Oh, that? Golden State was terrible when I was growing Te- up. My, my they were boy, awful. My homeboy was drafted from my hometown. That was the only reason I watched Monte Ellis. Okay, yeah. drafted first. I mean, drafted second round by them, first round by them, and I used to watch Monte and Steph, and that's how I got to watch Golden State ball. But mm-hmm. nobody was watching Golden State. Uh, no doubt. They was very much the Sacramento Kings, which the Kings are good now, but they was basically the Detroit Pistons yeah. of the league. So, at the end of the day, we've seen dynasties go through this, but I don't think it's over for the Kansas City dynasties. Mm-hmm. I think they need to they need a youth infusion. 
mm-hmm. some young players, and they need some talent at the wide receiver position. As Travis Kelsey gets older, they're going to have to find somebody to replace the big plays. I totally agree. And you you know a team has a ton of success when people just jump on a bandwagon. Like a few years ago, I got a text from my dad. He's like, Steph's always been my guy. I'm like, right. you live in Texas. No, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. Been your guy. It's just like New England. The Eve Empire. Yes. I, I found Patriots fans everywhere. Oh, I was like, dude, 10 years ago, y'all ain't know the Patriots had a team. Right. Like, but now, all of a sudden, I've been a loyal Patriots fan right. since Bill first came. I, <laughs> I, I believed from the door. So, hey, when good things are happening to you, mm-hmm. people jump on their bandwagon. It's, it's always seat, free seats on a bandwagon. Always. Okay. Yeah. We're going to talk some college football, but it's I, that time. I like college football, man. You We're going to do it. Yeah. But we, we got to pay some bills. Hey, listen. The only way for I can eat and feed these kids of mine is for me to pay some bills. <laughs> Get Loud Podcast is brought to you by Bet365, the official sports betting partner of the Washington Commanders. Bet on a range of NFL markets with Bet365 app. Craft your own personalized bet slip with Parlay. Access thousands of games with live streaming. Place your bets before the match or during the game. It's up to you. Download the Bet365 app today. Join 80 million members worldwide, age 21 plus only. Must be physically located in Virginia. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. NWAA. We don't travel to escape life. We travel so life don't escape us. <laughs> we dream of a place anywhere in the world, and in the blink of an eye, we're there. That's the wonder of flight. All you have to do is decide is where to. Dulles International Airport. Let your imagination soar. Book your adventure today at flydullis.com slash nonstop. Bills paid. Nailed it. You watched a lot of bowl games? Yes, I do. But listen, I have to say this, Jinx. The bowl games are getting crazy. The mayonnaise bowl. Duke's mayo. The, oh, the, the Pop-Tart bowl. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is getting outrageous. <laughs> Soon we'll have the Campbell Soup Bowl and the Toilet Bowl. All I'm saying is this. It's getting out of hand with these names, man. Have you seen the Pop-Tarts Bowl trophy? With the Pop-Tarts on it. Yes. yes. They've got the two slots in the football, the top of the trophy, where you can put in the Pop-Tarts. And everyone was like, can you heat those bad boys up? Is there a heater in that football? It has to be a heater in that they football. They need to put one in. And, but, <laughs> it's too much? I remember when bowl games were respectable. See, oh, I, I can't wait to ask you about this. Go ahead. No, no, ask me, ask me. I, I was just going to say, because you've been around for a while like me. I'm much older. But yeah. these bowl sponsors have gotten crazier and crazier. So my question is, look, if you want the ring, right? Yeah. You want a bowl ring. Yeah. Like, I want the orange bowl. Yeah. I want the rose Fiesta. bowl. Fiesta. Fiesta. Peach. Pop-Tarts bowl. I don't want that. That's what I'm saying. Listen, I played in the Peach Bowl. Oh, that's a, per- that's a I, great one. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the gifts they gave us. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta, sponsored by Chick-fil-A. People think you just get bags of Chick-fil-A. No, you don't. You get all kinds of stuff. Respect the bowl. But if Fred Smooth played in the Pop-Tart Bowl, <laughs> it ain't nothing I can take from this. Right. Like, what can I take from this? I can take nothing. The Dukes, man, I ain't. Bowl? That's why I played it. So now I got a year supply of Duke's mayonnaise. You should say it like that every time. Duke's <laughs> mayo? Duke's. Like, come on, man. Like, at what point do you just step away and say, you know what? We need to get different sponsors. Yes. We need to get real sponsors. All right. I, I, could, I could think, give Hard Knocks a bowl game. The Hard <laughs> Knocks bowl. Like, yeah. 
Do something. How about the NFL sponsor a bowl game? Like, you could do something, but I think it's getting out of hand. Yeah. With the sponsors. I know why they do it. It's, it's all about that green, that yep. cheddar cheese, them dead president. I understand. But if you want that bowl game to be respected, you have to make it respectable. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're doing it because I'm not wearing a Duke's mayonnaise bowl ring. That's I'm what not I'm wearing a pop top ring. I'm not wearing any of that. Plus, if you're a player, I guess it depends on the program and where you're going. But I would imagine if you're a premier school, mm-hmm. you have a hard time getting motivated by saying, like, hey, we're playing in the quick lane bowl. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not playing in the gospel singing bowl. I'm not. I just, like I said, I understand it's all about the money. Yes. I just think they need to get a hierarchy yeah. going. But I can't wait to see these college playoffs. SEC, we only got one team in for the first time in 15 years. Mm-hmm. I think that Alabama-Michigan game going to be better than people think. You I'm like a, Bama? I, I feel like everybody likes Bama. Well, I'm an SEC guy, cause, so yeah. I'm kind of forced to cheer for the only SEC team. Yeah. But I like that Michigan team. And this is why I like that Michigan team. They're not great at nothing. They good at everything. Right. They can throw the ball good. They can run the ball good. They can play good defense. They got good offensive linemen. They got good defensive linemen. Good special team. Listen, that's going to be a hard game. And your Texas Longhorns. Let's go. Going to hook them right quick. We're going to get them. Let's get it. <laughs> Ooh, I'll be I, there, baby. I hate that hook. All right, <laughs> by the way, I think Texas going to be. I think Texas got a chance to dance. Uh, we got a chance. You know we used to tell people? We get a first down yeah. and go, oh, I think we got it by that much. I'm not. <laughs> Barely got it. I, I, hate it. I hate it. That's why I love to when Oklahoma came when Baker was there. Oh, and they threw oh, them man. things down. Y'all, then y'all going to go tell the NCAA. That's when I knew y'all was saying. Hey, we didn't do that. You know what? That's all Twitter. Oklahoma's been doing that for 60 years. Nobody said anything. We don't care. Then Twitter comes along. They're like, oh, Texas doesn't like horns down. This has been going on forever. Yeah, y'all went. Mama, they didn't threw the hand to hook them down. i like, Come on, Texas, show some girth right there. So be a man. I'm gonna be there. You know that. I know. I'm going to show you. Going to New Orleans, oh, right? I'll be there this Bourbon weekend. Street. Bourbon Street. Ooh. And the good thing is, I got the girl excited because yeah. I've been dragging her to every Texas game. Yeah. And yeah. she's a good sport. She's yeah. like, just put some wings in front of me. Yeah. I'm good to go. I'm like, yeah. I can do that. But now we're gonna do Bourbon Street. We're going on a ghost tour. First of all, this is my favorite stinking street in the world. It stinks. Bourbon stinks, but I love it. <laughs> it stinks of just people. I love it. It's the I, best. I haven't been there in a, in a minute, but it does stink. <laughs> it does. Stink it's so a good, good stink. It's, it's a, a good, good stink. stink. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So I know you're going to enjoy that one, but what happens if y'all lose? Are you going to be? You know what? I will be disappointed. But I looked at it this way. All I wanted was let's have a great seat. Let's win. Let's win the conference championship. We're good enough to do it this year. This is the last time y'all in there. It, it's been for it's been 13, 14 years. So I'll be disappointed, but I'll look back and be like, hey. Won the conference title. We played in the Sugar Bowl. That's a pretty damn good but season. But you're about to enter the SEC. I'm ready. You're about to enter the abyss. I know. You're about to enter seven and five. Seven oh, and five. No. We ready. Seven and five. We're ready. Seven and five. Now, the only reason y'all might be ready for the SEC, mm-hmm. the three letters, NIL. Oh, yeah, baby. NIL. That's the only reason Texas has a chance to start quick because I looked at y'all's schedule for next year. It's gruesome. It's gruesome. It's gruesome. <laughs> so, you it's know hard. What? It's hard. Arch Manning might be your starting quarterback next year. He might. Yeah, you know. So, hey, I, I'm willing to see this playoffs play out, but if I had to pick, 
Who's in the national championship right okay. now? My SEC brethren going to hate me for this. Michigan versus Texas. Oh, I would love it. That, that, Classic. That, that's what I see. I, 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 two blue bloods. Yeah. Right? Michigan is the north versus the <laughs> south. All right? So I would love to see Texas, Michigan. Oh, I would too. And one thing I will say about Michigan, you make a very good point with them, is that what I like about Michigan, and say what you want about Harbaugh, the whole cheating thing, but they just line up. And they say, you know what we're going to do? Uh, you? You, us. us, and we're going to run the football? Yeah. Good luck. And J- That's old school. And J.J. McCarthy, when they want to pass, he can do he it. Can, he can move the ball. They got wide receivers. I, I I, look at them as a dangerous threat to Alabama because the one thing about Alabama, mm-hmm. the quarterback situation is you don't know, is he going to show up that day? Yeah. He don't show up all the time. Yep. I just feel like if J.J. McCarthy don't show up, Michigan still has a chance. So I, yeah. I I think they still can figure out a way to win, and that's why I think I'd choose Michigan. If I'm a bad man, yeah. I would choose Michigan. Before we preview Commanders Niners, I gotta ask you about this. Yep. Ask me. Did you hear what Simone Biles' husband said? Oh uh, yeah. So he was saying he was on a podcast and he was asked about Simone and he said, Well, I didn't really know who she was. I saw she had a lot of followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And if you ask me, I'm the catch. Yeah. And so people lost their mindset. How could you say that? It's Simone Biles. So when you heard that, what'd you think? Nothing. You posted it. He'll catch. She'll catch. What's wrong with that? Right. Like, the thing about it, she is the most famous one out of the the pair. I was making this point, too. Yeah, and and so now they want to make it like, how could you be the catch when she got 9 million followers? First of all, he he attractive guy. Right. Why not be a catch? Love is simple. People see each other, meet each other, fall in love. Yeah. That's what they did. Let them people be in love. It ain't the why, the what, the how. Hey, he's a catch. She's a catch. Nothing wrong with that. I would have said the same thing. Hey, Fred Smooth, how did you pull Simone Biles? By texting her. <laughs> By texting her, and she texted me back. And that's what he did. She said I was cute. Yeah. All right, so at the end of the day, Attractions are there. I'm not mad at him. I think him and Simone Biles make a beautiful couple. They do. I think they've been smothered by uh, the Swifties. You know, they can't quite live up to that one. But at the end of the day, I think it's all fair and love and war. Yeah. And he can feel like he's a catch. What you thought about it? I mean, I would would have said just out of respect for her, I would have said, nah, she's the catch. You know, that's my girl. Yeah. But the one thing I do find ridiculous – is the idea that because Simone is more famous or that she's won more gold medals, like yeah. that means that person is the catch. Yeah. If it's about athletic accomplishment, let me tell you about the greatest husband ever, O.J. Simpson. <laughs> he was great. Run! Run! <laughs> he was great. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Oscar Pistorius? Yeah. He uh, won a ton of Paralympic gold medals. So yeah. I'm sure Simone is great. Yeah. Everyone loves her. She's incredible. But I'm like, if this is your standard for love, you're missing out on what love is about. Man, I'm finna say in in love news, Mariah Carey has broke up with her boyfriend again. She did, yeah. You probably got tired of hearing that uh, song. No, I'm finna say, but her song peaked. She the number one. She has the number one Spotify song of all time. She set a record. That song, "All I Want for Christmas Is You," number one for six straight years. I'm about to throw up in my own mouth. I told you, I'm through with Mariah. Oh, you're done. I'm through with it. Hey, listen. She's proven to be a bad mate. <laughs> Everybody ain't wrong. Like I always say, when you're in a relationship, 
only person that been in all your relationships is you. You've been in 100% of them. Mm-hmm. Jinx. So yes. if Jinx is single, it's probably your fault. Right? Mariah Carey has been in hundreds of relationships. All has failed. Yes. Nobody walked away from Mariah saying, you know what? We broke up, but that was one of the best relationships I have. Yeah. You know she got diva complex. <laughs> you know she got diva complex. She probably looked at that dude and said, you know what? Go get me three bag of M&M's and pick all the green ones out. <laughs> you know how she would. Go get me some, uh, I want you to go get me some clean air from Antarctica and put it in this jug. <laughs> what are you talking about? Look, she looked like she could be the hardest woman in America. You think today. so? Who else looked like they're like more hard to date than her? Ooh, I don't know. She man. looked like the most complicated mate of all. Like nothing would make her happy. Like nothing would make her happy. I will say that I find it very interesting this whole like group thing of people telling celebrities like who they should date and why. Like when Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift started dating, the yeah. Swifters like we don't like this for you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't know me. Like, you don't know, know him. Tell me like, I, 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 that's one of my big biggest pet peeves is even when your friends say, yeah. it's about time. Yeah. I'm like, based uh, on what? And then it's your single friend. I'm like, dude, you still ain't got nobody. <laughs> now, I did like, I said this before they started dating and got married. Before Kanye and Kim got married, mm-hmm. I was like, Kim need to date Kanye because he's the only dude that's a bigger diva than she is. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I thought they deserved each other. Yeah. So, I did pick that one. It didn't work. I'm not shocked because he is more arrogant than she is <laughs> and more diva. Yeah. So it works. But, yeah, Mariah Carey, congratulations on your Spotify song. Congratulations on ruining another relationship. <laughs> I gotta, I'll got put a positive spin on it. I will say that at the end of the day, I honestly, like, unless I see someone being mistreated, mm-hmm. if it works for you, relationships are hard enough. First of all, so if if it works for you and you guys are happy, I don't care if you're married, if you're not married, if you have kids, you don't have kids. If it works for you, you guys are happy. You know what? Good for you. I'm just gonna find somebody. We're gonna go together. Mm-hmm. You know, like in high school. Oh yeah, we used to say that. I'm 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 going with her. Yeah, we go together. Yeah, I'm gonna find somebody. We're gonna go together. The rest old of our school. Life. I should throw an old people prom this year. That's a good idea. To, to, to where we get dressed up, and if we didn't really re- live it right the first time. Oh. You get to ask your wife to go to the prom with you. Grown folks prom sponsored by some alcohol and probably well, at the casino. You know. Can I tell you a prom story real quick? Yeah, tell me. I had the worst senior prom experience ever. Oh, really? Legendary story in my hometown. It's a small town, yeah. right? So my friend Jenny and I, Jenny and I are still very close to this yeah. day. But oh, it's so funny. My girlfriend was named Jenny in high school. Oh, really? Too. Yeah, she lived in Texas now. Oh, yeah. So we're yeah. still tight. But we went to senior prom together. Yeah. This is so high school. She saw me. Dancing with a girl I used to date. Ooh, it left you? And got really angry. So yeah. at the end of the night, I had all these plans. We're going to have a post prom party. I dropped her off. She was angry. Yeah. Took the roses I bought her, threw them on the <laughs> ground. <laughs> Walked into Get her. Get your roses. Oh, so I was so bummed. I was supposed to go to this post prom party. Yeah. I went, I'm so lame. I went to my old elementary school and I just sat in my mom's car. I was driving my mom's cat. Like, mom, yeah. let me drive the cat. Yeah. And I sat there for just like three hours. I fell asleep. Right, and I was like, "Oh, I gotta go home." On my way home, yeah. I pull up to a convenience store, yeah. Allsup's in West Texas. I yeah. got me a burrito and a diet coke. I walk out. <laughs> I walk out. Where's my mom's car? Stolen. I'm like, "Where is my mom's car?" I've had the worst night of my life. This burrito's getting cold. <laughs> so I, 
I have to call the police. Now, this is such a small town. They didn't believe it was stolen. Yeah. Wes Breeden, local police officer, comes up and he's like, Michael, you sure this car wasn't put in neutral and didn't roll around the corner? I'm <laughs> like, no, Wes. The car the didn't, like, turn itself and yeah. roll around the corner. Yeah. And, and he's like, all right, I'll put out an APB and I'll take you home. So I get in the back of a, I'm like, I ride home in the back of a police Feeling car. Feeling arrested. I'm in a tux. <laughs> I we, bet you pulled up to the light and looked at people. Oh, my God. And then <laughs> even worse, I pull into the driveway. My mom's car is in the driveway. This is before cell phones. A friend of mine said Michael didn't show up to this post-prom party. I'm going to call his mother and say, where is Michael? She freaks out. She jumps in a friend's car. They go up and down the drag, yeah. small town Texas. She sees her car. She doesn't think to check inside <laughs> God, the store. <laughs> She's like, oh, my God. He went out partying. He left my car here. She takes the car home. She doesn't know the story. She doesn't realize I was inside. I get out of the police car. My mom comes out in curlers, no makeup, a gown. Holding that rope. Oh, this rope. young man is in a lot of trouble. And she has no idea what has happened. Yeah. And so my mom was yelling at me, and I just walked like dead eyes. That could have been the walked worst right past her. prom night I've ever oh. heard in my life. And that story spread. And so people were laughing at my mom. They're like, oh, my God, man, I'm sorry. It was terrible. Your night was one gift after another. Just, <laughs> it was awful. Like, the only solitude you had was sitting in that parking lot for them two hours. That's the best part of my night. I've been saying that was in this pretty much the worst part of a prom night. Ooh. You could have, brother. I'm gonna pray for you. Thank you. If you can make it through a prom night like that, you can make. I have no story prom wise that can be. Well, that. you compared yourself to Jesus, so your prayers mean a lot. <laughs> I'll take them. <laughs> I'm just trying to walk in his shoes. My daddy is a preacher. <laughs> We're gonna pay some bills. Talk about the Niners, guys. You know Honda. Come on. I wish that night I would have been driving a Honda instead. And things, then it wouldn't have got stolen. Things would have been different. <laughs> Feel the power of this CRV hybrid and Accord hybrid, Honda's most electrifying vehicles yet. Find adventure in one of Honda's rugged SUVs and trucks like the Pilot Trail Sport, Honda's most rugged SUV ever, or experience the thrilling performance of the fun-to-drive Honda Civic with an available turbocharged engine. Get power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. Find the Honda perfect for you. Get your local Honda dealer today and get that car that you want from they Honda. They make everything. They do. And, guys, you know it. Come on. SeatGeek, breaking news for you. The <sighs> official ticketing partner of the Washington Commanders. Yep. The deal is finalized. They are part of the Commanders family. This is family. Yep. We all family. We're all family. If you haven't heard the name yet, get used to it. You'll be hearing it more and more as the year goes on, whether you're buying or selling tickets yep. to Commanders games or any other live event in the DMV. SeatGeek is the place to do it. The official ticketing partner of the Washington Commanders. So Commanders fans can fan. Bills are paid. Paid in full. It happens, man. Commanders. Yep. 49ers. Okay. Uh, Trent Williams went down. He would have a – they're looking at his growing today, MRI. Mm -hmm. uh, his second – his backup went down. The backup to the backup went down. Uh, they lost four offensive linemen, so they're going to have to sign three off of the couch or somebody's practice squad. Ooh. That could even the game up for us. No protection, no great, great plays. That's mm -hmm. just the way it goes. So – I'm looking forward to see what our defense can do with this offense, considering that they're not going to have any of their starting yeah. offensive linemen. I think that brings the game back down to our level for us to fight dirty. Yeah. Now, another thing that can help us, Mother Nature. All right? If it's a rain game, 
it makes it that much more harder for them to patch the ball, making it a one-dimensional. Yep. You run against us, we run against you. All right, so it's it's factors in this game that I just can't say here. The 49ers win this game. Yeah. But I'm telling people, realistically, this game might be closer than you think. Then I thought about the revenge factor, mm-hmm. starting with the head coach. Shanahan. Yeah. All right, then it goes to Trent Williams. This game has a lot of emotion to it. The 49ers, Washington, I think that it's rekindled an uh, old rivalry right here. So it's going to be harder than people think. How difficult is it to face a team coming off a loss like the it's, Niners? It's scary. Because you yeah. know they'll come in Cross hyper. Tees, yes. Got their eyes. Yes. It's, it's more incentive for them to go get a win, make them even scarier. Like I said, but – that, that physical game against the Ravens took a toll on them. Mm-hmm. They lost a lot of good men in that war. So the problem is, can they win the war attrition, getting guys back? Mm-hmm. Then they're going to have to fly uh, by coastal. Right, so it's it's so many things that work in our favor. I might be calling this the upset of the week. And you got to realize. You're going to call it? I might call it the upset of the week. All right. All the the by coastal traveling, mm-hmm. the the lack of offensive lineman protection, mm-hmm. uh, getting beat beat up. Mm-hmm. I ain't worried about the loss. Yeah. Getting beat up by the Ravens, and also preparing for a playoff run. All I'm saying, it could be chance in there, and don't forget, Jacoby Brissett, starting that quarterback. So it's a veteran. Yep. Can we win a turnover battle? I think we can. Well, let's get into that a little bit more, which is Jacoby Brissett. Now he gets a full game. So we've seen him come in in mop-up duty. Yeah. But now maybe a better start is in store for the Commanders because they have a veteran from the very beginning. Because Sam has just struggled, as we know, in the first I, half. I don't think that's guaranteed. I think the switch-up of throwing a backup in, we've seen this happen with the 49ers. They mm-hmm. threw Sam Donner in. He got the ball moving. I yeah. think he threw the pick. But – that shows you we don't prepare for second-screen quarterbacks. Yeah. This week, they will prepare for Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, we throw Sam Howell in there. They might not know what to do with him. Right. Like, that's the thing about it. That switch hitter, when you do that, now we'll see. Uh, we know what Jacoby is, though. He, he's a veteran quarterback in this league. Starting, he's a very good backup. Starting caliber quarterback yes. in this league. Can he get it done against a top-five defense in the 49ers? Mm-hmm. Tall task to ask. That's all I'm saying. I know people think about Kyle Shanahan being here once before, Sean McVay being here once before, but facts are facts. Yeah. And Kyle Shanahan with that many tools yeah. on offense, he's so dangerous. That's just like, mad I mean, that's scientist. child's play. Yeah, that's mad scientist. He's a yeah. mad scientist. He learned from a mad scientist. His tree is more successful than Belichick's tree, coaching-wise. Uh, Shanahan's tree has five head coaches in the league right now. Wow. Mike McDaniel. Uh, Lafleur, yep. Uh, Sean McVay, uh, yeah. It's guys. They got guys, guys, yeah, guys, yeah, in, in the league right now. So I think schematically, it's going to be the challenge for our coaching staff. How are they going to attack us? What, why, and how? When you play against a Shanahan's offense, you need to know this. But he the type guy to let his defense win games also. Mm-hmm. And this will be one of those games where they try to win this game defensively because Fred Warner, the, the, the law firm of Warner and Greenlaw, <laughs> them linebackers, man, they oh, swap yeah. paint. Okay, then you got Nick Bosa over there. Then you got Hargrave. They, they, just, they got tons of talent that would make them such a scary team. About five minutes left to go. Yeah. 
you had a chance. You almost did it. Yeah. You almost called an upset. You going to think about it? I'm going to call it. Right now, I'm going to call it. By three, field goal, last minute, in the rain, 49ers fall, back-to-back losses. All right? And I'm saying it because none of their starting offensive linemen are playing. Yep. None of them. And nobody's looking at that. They just see 49ers versus commanders. No, I look into the dirty details. And the dirty details tell me this could be a sloppy game that plays into our favor, not theirs. It's a bold call, but yeah. miracles happen. And guess what? You're the holy one. Uh, hey, listen, the new year, bring the new in, year in right. Like, all has got resolution. You a resolution person? Yes. Mine this year is to get me a bike. Oh, okay. And actually start to work back out now. I know you like, Fred, your body looks great. Yep. And you're right. But <laughs> I don't work out. I just don't do it. I shoot basketball. That's it. I'm buying me a bike, paddling bike. Oh, nice. Yes. And I'm finna start to ride the bike now. I'm not finna join B. Mitch Biker Gang. He's he, a biker gang? Well, he rides bikes like 20 miles or 40 miles, and they're timed. Oh, that's right. I remember he used to do that. He's been doing that for a long time. A long time. time. Santana yeah. does the same thing. Okay. But I'm going at my own pace. All right, that's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to buy me a bike, pedaling bike, 10-speed. I'm going to buy me some of them biking shorts Okay, with the butt pad in them. Mm-hmm. They're going to be me holding. Then you're going to be blowing me because I'm the one holding up traffic on 28 on the highway riding a bike. That will be me after the New Year's. What about yourself? What am I going to do? You know what I want to do? It's going to be I want to meditate more. You know what? I was thinking about becoming a Shaolin monk myself. Were you? Nope. But no, I didn't what? think so. <laughs> but hey, meditation, hey, I know what you mean. I'm always, you know what it is? It's more like just spending a little more downtime because yeah. I'm always running around, running around, working, 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 yeah. being anxious. And how many times do you just put your phone aside? Yeah. Don't have a screen on. You're just like, I'm just going to be with myself for a little you bit. You want to come to mental and soul balance. A little more balance in my life. Yeah, because yeah. you know how it is when you're done with something, like, what's on my phone? Yeah. What's on my TV? Yeah. Who am I talking to? Let me text them. And then sometimes you just need to break from that, and I yeah. get caught up in that. So that's kind of one of my goals. Yeah, and I love Mother Nature, so I'm, I'm going to get back to nature. I'm going to get back to my hiking. All right, I'm a big fisherman. I'm going to get back to that. Things I do alone. I also get that you're, you're a huge outdoors guy. I, I, listen, I'm Daniel Boone's third cousin, Fred Boone. All right. If you let me out in the woods with a fork, a knife, and a lighter, I could survive for months. Fred Crockett. Listen to me. <laughs> I, 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 the untamed wilderness, that's what I'm about. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's a solace to it. Like, I always think, like, I'm an idiot. Anytime it's snowing, uh, like the weather's real bad, mm-hmm. the first thing I always uh, come to my mind is, I wonder what the animals are doing. Y'all don't understand how they live. We, we walk in the house, right. heat our own, it's warm. They live. In the environment. They live in the road. Like, I was wondering, like, it's, it's 10 degrees outside. What the birds are doing? Yeah. Like, what? where's the rabbit doing? What? What? I know the bear sleep. They don't even come out in the wintertime. Like, I'm like, what is the, the wild dog? What is the fox? Where is he? Like, is he watching cable right now? What? What's <laughs> going on? So, it, 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 I am really fascinated about how nature survives itself. The mind of Fred Smoot, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's the Get Loud Podcast, Jinx and Smoot. Let's get a win this weekend, and let's get you that bike. Hey, upset. The views and opinions expressed by our podcast guests and or hosts are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Washington Commanders or any of their representatives.